Hello, 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 and welcome to the Ho Ho Holiday Special of Gamers Assemble! Oh, hang on, Steph, I didn't realize you bells set up, a, stand up and jangle those bells for us. I mean, that's for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we only got one Santa Claus this episode. That's quite. That's worked out quite well. We're like, you've got an elf there, and you've got two reindeer. I mean, what more could you want? Anyway, joining us on tonight. I've just realised that. Joining us on tonight's episode is our resident techno mage, all round good guy, and technical expert on the chat. It's the Beardy Gamer. Nay. <laughs> the horse. Oh yeah, what that noise, what noise does a reindeer make? <laughs> like a... <laughs> is that, 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 what, what do they... <laughs> no idea. That Car- sounds like a carry on while um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research this. Alright, okay. Yeah, he's also a resident researcher. Uh, we've got Chi on the cast as well, eyeing up the Christmas tree. <laughs> he's a resident DM planning all sorts of Dungeony goodness for a few of us next year. It's bot. Woo! Ho ho ho! Oh, can you? You've got a Batman <laughs> mug. Can you please do it? Can you do the thing? What thing? What I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> Yay! I'm excited. It's a Christmas episode. Come on! That's <laughs> <laughs> Santa. Holy spirit. Yeah, um, her resident souls born. I said that properly, not in an Irish accent at all. <laughs> <laughs> and streaming whiz kid, it is Seth. Uh, I got a pug. It's so cute. Oh. oh, I love the little eyes. Make the little eyes move around. There we go. Check <laughs> those eyes. Check those bells. It's Sorry. like um, it's like we're at a special sort of club in GTA, and we're getting Sif to dance for us. Mm-hmm. I'll throw in some virtual dollars in a bit. Yep, brilliant. I, found, I found the noise of a deer. Apparently, it sounds like this. Can't hear that. Can't hear it. No. Okay. But it's like <laughs> that was worth it. Just, yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, that's sort of made my life complete that. And I am always am your friendly neighborhood tigger. So <laughs> thanks all for joining us on this special ho-ho holiday episode. Oh my God, my cat is trying to kill my tree. Can you stop trying to kill the tree, please? Thank you. Um, okay, so... Let the chaos ensue. <laughs> no, this is going to be the worst. They've got so much worse this week. I swear it's been demolished. Right, okay. So, on this episode, we are going to be talking about our games of the year 2020. We have got some special rules. So, although the game doesn't have to be released in 2020, it. Oh, did I miss a bit? No, I didn't miss a bit. Uh, (laughs) The game doesn't have to be released in 2020. It has to be something that you have played for the first time in 2020. So, this will be interesting. One game of the year per host and two honourable mentions are allowed. Once everybody has said their game, we are going to put them into a pecking order of what we think is first, right down to how many of us are there? Ninth. Twelfth. What? Twelfth. No. 
Two like honourable mentions. One, one to four. Yeah, but honourable mentions don't get classed, do they? Because they're oh. honourable. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm really good at just the one. <laughs> okay. So, some housekeeping before we go into this. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, okay. It's the most chaotic show I think we've done. Yeah. Uh, this is our final show of 2020. Um, we're going to be taking a couple of weeks off for the holidays just to rest and recuperate and get some gaming in. And we will ba- be back with you in January 2021 for Gamers Assemble 2.0. Whoop, 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 Bigger whoop, whoop, and better. 2.0. 2.0. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't somebody need to get, to get punched for seeing that? What do you mean? That's the thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. If you look at the circle, you get punched. No? That was just my school no. playground. Oh, Just my school a, playground, then, okay. You had a really weird childhood. Like, I feel. Like, oh, beardy. Oh, I mean, it, you was, we punched, it was fun. We punched each other anytime that we saw a Volkswagen, like a Volkswagen yeah. Beetle or like a bus. It was like the punch bug. It was, it was like a game bug. that you'd play. So you'd like, you'd be wandering around and then you just make like the little circle. And if somebody looked at it, like you'd punch them. But it had to be like discreet. You couldn't just be like. <laughs> so you'd, like you'd just be talking and stuff like, yeah, yeah, da, 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 da. And then they'd look at the circle and be like, bum! <laughs> No. Oh, wow. No, oh, okay. Wow. No. That's incredibly bad. So, trying to keep on track here. This your missus is really distracting me. I think it's brilliant. Right, okay. So, although we will be taking a break, make sure you follow our lovely cast on uh, Twitch and Twitter and Instagram and anywhere you can find us. Uh, because I'm sure there'll be some streams going on over Christmas when we've got some down period uh, and the holiday season when we've got some down period uh, and you'll be able to keep up with us there. Um, and please, 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 please make our Christmas wish come true because all we want for Christmas is for you to click the subscribe button to our channel on Twitch, on Twitter. Is there a subscribe on Instagram? Because I'm really behind the time. I mean, it's, it's like a follow, but yeah. Follow me. Follow us. Follow us. Um, so yes, please do that. Uh, and you will know when we go live then in the new year. Okay. I think I've made a total screw-up of the intros and everything. Look, this cat is climbing this tree. Can you please stop climbing the tree? Thank you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> um, right. So on to our main topic of this evening. Let's go for what your game of the year is. But, um, well, uh, I've mentioned it a couple times in some of our different episodes, but for me, my game of the year has got to be Genshin Impact. Um, I like it a lot. It's, I don't know, I think it's a game that's going to have a lot of uh, bumps in the road kind of when it gets started with content and such, but it's one of those games where you get into like an MMO when it first starts and like years later it's got tons of maps and expansions and stuff like that. But um, it was released uh, on September 28th this year. It came out for Microsoft, PlayStation 4, or Windows for Microsoft, and Android and iOS. Uh, They put out the PS4 version of it 
for PlayStation 5 um, in November 11th. And then they're planning on putting it out for Switch sometime soon. Can I ask a question, please, sir? Yes. Does anybody know why it was not released on Xbox? I don't know, actually. I haven't heard any particular reason why. I mean, it came out on Windows, so I don't know yeah. why it wouldn't come out on Xbox. But I, what I do when I want to play on my Xbox is, since I have Windows 10, I use what's called the wireless display app, and then my computer actually broadcasts my screen to my big TV on my Xbox in my living room. And then I can use a wireless controller that connects to the TV or to the computer, and then I can just play that way, and it works pretty well. Oh, oh girl, she's fierce. She all the setup. Mm-hmm. It's she- nice to be able to, to sit back, and it plays pretty well. Very little glitching and such. It's very similar to like the whole Steam thing, where you can play like your Steam games on your phone and stuff like that. It's just broadcasting it to a different area. Oh. Um, they'll probably come out with Xbox at some point, I imagine. Probably. But the game made three hundred and ninety-three million in just the first two months. Wow! Yeah, it's the second biggest mobile game that's ever been released, and the audio for it is amazing. I mean, it was the music was done by this um, music composer named uh, Yu Peng Chen. Apologize if I mispronounce it, but he was of a musical group called uh, Hoyo Mix, and they actually did the game's original score with the London Philharmonic Orchestra and the Shanghai Symphony Orchestra. So the music is really awesome. And there's a lot of people on like Reddit and stuff that are like, even if you don't enjoy the game, you got to appreciate the amount of work they put into the music. But I love it, probably because I have good characters and uh, it's a nice game to be able to turn on for like 30 minutes, an hour. You know, when you're tired from work and stuff, you can go play it and um, just have yourself a time and you really make some progress. And, like, if you're not at home, you can just fire it up on your phone. You know, it runs pretty well on the phone, actually. Well, and, cool. and it all syncs up. I don't know. It's a neat game, I think, uh, for the accessibility, the music, the gameplay is a lot of fun. The quest line's fun. If you enjoy Breath of the Wild or games like that, you'll probably enjoy it. And I feel like it's a game that has a lot of uh, room to grow and uh, will probably just get more and more popular from here. But that's uh, that's my game of the year. I to- it's totally on my list. Like I have downloaded it, but my life's been a bit hectic recently, so I've not really had much time to game. Unless- One recommend I would make is if you've got a chance, make the account and get it like set up. Even if you can't play right away, go in and like maybe spend an hour do the tutorial or something. Because then if even if you don't want to play right away because of life and holidays and busy and work and all that stuff, you can just log in for 30 seconds, collect rewards, and then when you can finally sit down and play, you'll have a bunch of rewards collected up. So that's kind of that's a neat thing job. to be able to do. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> um, just, just to interject on the whole question of why isn't it on Xbox, um, there was an interview with uh, MiHoYo, who is a developer for Genshin Impact, um, and they did an interview with IGN Japan. They were talking about this stuff, and they were talking about bringing it to the next gen. They specifically said it wasn't coming to Xbox, and they have no plans to bring it to Xbox. Um, the reasoning of which they speculate is, uh, one, it could be because Xbox has a poor track record in the East, um, in terms of console sales and uptake and that kind of stuff. Um, and also that they think there might be some sort of exclusivity deal with uh, PlayStation 4 because there's a load of excluded, exclusive Ooh. bonuses um, mm. opposed to the other versions of the game. 
Well, interesting. In reality, the game should play fine on the Switch. And I know once it comes out on the Switch, I'll definitely be getting it for there. Because then when I want to play it portably, I won't have to try to play it on my little phone screen. I can play it on the Switch. Hmm. And the graphics for it will work just fine. So, Because uh, Breath of the Wild looked great on Switch. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. That is and it's free. Cool. So if you don't like it, you play the game and you can uninstall it. So. Oh, free. That sounds good, 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 good. Uh, are we going to do honorable mentions now, or shall we do them after? Go for your honorable mentions now. Why not? Uh, let's see. Honorable mentions. Um, I, Among Us. Well, Among Us came out this year, or no? I think it no. did. Well, you just have to have played it. Well, this oh, year well, I, so I, I played it for the first time this year. I thought that was a real fun, cute game, and I think it definitely brought a lot of people who weren't gamers into the gaming realm. Because it was so easy to be able to play so on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my other honorable mention would have to be probably, uh, I want to say Cyberpunk 2077, but I know it's not there yet, but I know it will get better. And that's the part that I don't know whether or not I want to wait around for. I know a lot of people on the internet are wondering, do I want to wait around until it's really good or do I want to just move on to a different game? And that's, that's, that's my iffy game because... If it turns out to be better, I'm going to be happy I'm playing now when the new stuff comes out. I mean, interesting fact, Cyberpunk 27 is also like one of those games that you can technically play for free because if you don't like it, you just can get a refund. <laughs> That's <laughs> Through the uh, good old games, the GOG people. <laughs> not not just yeah. them. Everywhere? Sony. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you pretty much get a refund anywhere. Uh, well, yeah. Steam had return policies for any of their games, but they uh, usually you can only play it, I think, for a couple of hours, and that's it. But I think they're kind of breaking all those rules for Cyberpunk because yeah. of how seems like, people are. Seems like everybody's breaking all the rules for Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet <laughs> even from Best Buy that was like, hey, usually we don't accept games to be returned once they've been opened, but if you want to bring back Cyberpunk 2077, go ahead. <laughs> It's got a lot of potential. I really mm -hmm. think it's got a lot of potential, but they just shouldn't have released it this year. Should have the waited until next year. The glitches that I have seen, the glitches that I have seen, I am in kinks laughing. And I'm like, um, I do want to play this game, but I'm glad I'm not getting a PlayStation 5 until next year. I'm just going to wait <laughs> for a little while. And by the, by the time I get a PlayStation 5, it might be okay. You know, uh, has anybody here seen the show Breaking Bad? Yeah. Okay, so Walter White from the show Breaking Bad... Uh, my character in Cyberpunk had a glitch where because he had a hat on, when I went to go look in the mirror, it looked like I was bald. <laughs> and uh, so my character looked like Walter White from Breaking Bad with just like the beard and the bald head. And uh, I was like, I did not go for that, but I somehow accidentally made that. Can I please just ask, what's wrong with being bald? I mean, there's nothing wrong with being bald. But the game wasn't rendering the hat I was supposed to be wearing. And so it just rendered me with no hair. And I had such a beautiful quaff of hair when I did it in the character creation screen. And I wanted to have that hair. Girl, I, I had a it. beautiful cloth of hair as well, but that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> imagine, imagine how pissed off you'd be if like every time you put a hat on, as soon as you walked up to the mirror, it just disappeared. And you're like, mm -hmm. God damn it, i got to play on it again. Story mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. my life, it happens no. all the time. I no. always wear hats. No. <laughs> Sorry, my rent runs we... off. I need to buffer. <laughs> Can we pause the cyberpunk talk for when we get to what you're playing? Because I think we're going to have a real good conversation about that later. Yes. Good, good, good suggestion, Beardy. Okie dokie. Next up, Seth, what is your game of the year? 
Ooh. Okay, my game of the year is um, Dragon Quest Eleven. That was okay. the very first game I played this the beginning of this year, um, which was kind of funny that it's my game of the year. Um, but um, I don't know. I I love everything about it. It's a JRPG. You play as a the hero, um, the luminary, so to speak. And there's like, um, I guess the whole point is trying to get, well. There's three acts in the game, and then you kind of like each has like its own story and its own like purpose. So it kind of, but then it kind of like um, correlates with each other, if that makes sense. And um, it's, I don't know, I just loved everything about it. The characters, like even some of the characters I didn't like at the beginning of the game, um, I ended up liking at the end. And um, also the the game mechanics kind of remind me of um, kind of like Nino Kuni, kind of. Well, it's like Nino Kuni, but also it's turn based, more so turn based than anything. Um, and I know the latest version that they released um, recently, um, Dragon Quest Eleven um, S. That one has you can play an eight bit like the whole game you can play on. Oh no way! Yeah, which I wish I played that version, but I'll probably pick it up at some point. Um, but I enjoy that game a lot, and it's it's like one of the best JRPGs I played. Um, About how many hours have you pumped into that? Oh, by the time you finish, I, I streamed this. This this is the longest game I've ever streamed. Um, on my channel, including and Persona. I did not stream Persona, but but um, mm, but in terms of length, I think Persona's longer, for sure. That one took me like 130. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just see Beauty laughing. I'm so sorry. 130 hours, <laughs> and um, Dragon Quest took me maybe like 80, 90. To stream I used it. to I used to love the old Dragon Quest games. They were so much fun. I, I played them back in the day on like Game Boy and stuff like that. The old original ones. I've never played a, a Dragon Quest game. No, I've never. They're fun. I like the uh, the big slimes, like the king slimes that uh, have been in the game for the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was the very first Dragon Quest game I've ever played. I never played the older ones, but I do want to pick up the older ones at some point. I know they're on Switch for like um, maybe 5 or $10. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The story's great. The characters are great. The game mechanics are great, in my opinion. Um, it flows really well. There's a lot for Silvando, best character in my opinion. Um, and I like also how there's different regions in that. And it represents like a different country, and you can kind of mm. tell what country it represents. And they have different lingo, and um... well, yeah, that's it really. They have different lingo, and that seems like cool. to that seems to be a popular thing with games recently is having the countries kind of mirror like the countries in our planet, like you know, like China and Russia or in England and America and stuff like that. Because Pokemon did that for years, where each game was set up in a specific country. And like example, like Genshin, each one of the different seven world or seven nations in Genshin Impact 
is supposed to be representative of a country, you know? So cool. it seems cool. like developers are doing that more. Yeah, which I, I love that mm -hmm. there's more representation in, in games, which we really need, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it allows players to connect a little bit better with the game when they feel like their culture, whichever culture it is, is being represented in the game. And I think that's a nice way of um, making gamers feel comfortable in a game that they might not otherwise feel. It even gives it just gives more depth as well. Like even if all the characters are like animalistic or like robotic or whatever, they all have their own regions and their own like back drops to that region that's happened like it doesn't necessarily have to be fully mirrored to like our society or what we experience being part of earth but it's the fact that you go to a new area and you've got this lore from that area and stuff and you're like oh i only know a little bit more about this because these guys seem really cool <laughs> you know and it just gives you a little bit of a like sort of incentive to go and explore a little bit more mm. it's pretty cool I I imagine it's got to be easier for the game artists to do because then when they're doing a particular country, they know which influences they should be looking at for cultural influences. You know, if your games, if one of the countries has Japanese influences, then you can look at the architecture and all the building design to be able to influence how your artists are going to build the, you know, all of the scenes and the backdrop and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think that's nice. Yeah, that's really that's cool. Very, yeah, um, yeah, that game, amazing. Anyone who loves JRPGs should play it. I love them. I just wish I was back at school whenever I had the time to play JRPGs because <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I don't they think are long. So. they are long. <laughs> yeah. You have to invest. You have to invest. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. Oh, honorable mentions. Um, uh, no surprise. I've mentioned this before. Um, Tales of Vesperia. I played that game a lot. It's so good. Another JRPG that I recommend. Um, I love it. All the characters' story. Um, it didn't get number one just because um, I didn't 100% complete it. That was really the only reason. Um, whereas <laughs> Dragon Quest, I did. Um, and She's an achievement hunter. <laughs> I, I am, yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I got really into Dragon Quest and I just decided to um, get the 100% for that game. Um, and then my other honorable mention is Demon's Souls, which is no, no surprise. I love mm. From Software. Um, I hope they contact me because <laughs> <laughs> I loved all their games. Like uh, they're so good. They did the remake really well for Demon Souls. So. I've watched you stream that, and I watched you stream Tales of a Best Period that night. And you go with a really fit armor. Oh yeah, the, yeah. And I was like, great. I got. To, I, I need to me that armor. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine me just just walking around Manchester in that armor, going that. Send pictures. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> no, nobody want to see that. That's fine. I'll just I can just look it up on TMZ or something. Then picture didn't happen. Pictures it didn't happen. Nobody mm. want that would take some serious tucking to make that happen. Oh, you flatter yourself. <laughs> Aren't you confident? <laughs> No, I just mean it would be really uncomfortable. Oh, right, okay. Mm. Right, okay. I wasn't going for self-flattery mm -hmm. there. I was just going mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Right, anyway, like, moving. Too much. Too much tape. I don't know they end up with like a Brazilian waxing. <laughs> Taking the tape off going. <laughs> this podcast will never not be for mature audiences. No. 
Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Just... Don't put your kids in front of this. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's, let's try and get this back on track. Be- Beardy. Beard- mm-hmm. Thanks, Sip. Beardy. What is your game of the year? Oh well, I'm gonna screw the name of this up because I do it every single time. But I'm I'm going for Ghost of Shishima. Ghost of what? Ghost of Shishima. You were about 85% there? Yeah, I know. I'm really sorry for butchering that, but it's Ghost anyway. I fucking love that game. Like, the guys... Um, oh my god, I forgot what the fucking developer's called. Sucker Punch. Yeah. Sucker Punch, there we go. I knew it was there. Um, so they, these guys are like... Big on doing the old infamous games, so like they did the superhero type thing mm-hmm. back on the old PS3 era. They did um, Second Son for PS4, and then kind of went a little bit quiet. And then they came back with this like amazing feudal Japan kind of open world RPG esque hack and slash with like thoughtful combat. So it's not like Soulsborne, but it is more like more Soulsborne than not that makes sense um and just told this really beautiful story about this this guy whose father died and he he's with the uh, ruler of the of shishima who takes him under his wing like a son and he gets taught in all the ways of being a samurai and it's all about honor and doing things a certain way and when his island falls to the mongol invasion it's this whole story of him battling his traditions and what he knows he should do um in versus this new enemy that doesn't fight the same way that they do as samurais and and uses different tactics and he has to like evolve and adapt to that and start to do things that are against the samurai code um, and it's that whole greg miller said it on kind of funny games and i really agree with it it's it's like a real batman origin story That's like cool. of him finding out who he is and finding out what his his code is going to be and kind of going forward with that um, and they did some really cool stuff with game design. So, like, the, the HUD in the game is really minimalistic, so you only kind of really see the information that you need at the time. Um, things like getting to an objective, whereas normally you'd have this big thing on there saying, like, it's this way, or there's a big point or a big arrow, or a line drawing the path, whatever. You, they use the wind, so you, you swipe up on the touchpad and there's, like, a gust of wind that goes in a certain direction, and that's how you know where you need to go. Um, That's cool. Side stories and quests and stuff are like, they use animals, so there's like little birds that all fly around and kind of like take you to a certain point to see like a bamboo slicing object thing or a a health spring or whatever it is. Or it could be a little fox that's then trying to take you off to the shrine to honour the shrine. Um, Other people's side quests are, are designated by showing like pillars of smoke in the background. Like, so if you see a smoke coming up from a settlement or something, you you know there's something there to do. There's like loads of these little subtle kind of ways of, of guiding you through it rather than it just being like, hey, there's a huge great big like question mark on this map, go find out what it is. Like it's really natural and I think they did a lot in, in terms of changing game design and how games are gonna look going forward. I think there's gonna be a lot of games taking that inspiration. And again, when you get into combat, it's thoughtful. You need to block at the same time, at the right time. You've got to change in between different stances to take on different enemies. So you've got wind stance, water stance, moonlight stance. Um, they're all good against enemies that maybe have spears or short swords and shields or heavy units or anything like that. So it's really cool. And 
not only was it a fantastic game, they then went and dropped out of nowhere Legends, which is their multiplayer version, which I just, I love it. I still need to finish it, but I think the concept of how they did that multiplayer is so clever and in keeping with the rest of the game. So rather than kind of like just making a multiplayer for the sake of it and kind of going, oh, it's 4, 3, 4 or whatever it is, um, the way that they set it up is after everything that happened on the island, the citizens tell stories or legends about what happened and they don't believe that it's just one person. They think it's like these four demons or these four ethereal creatures that did it all. So they distill that down into the four classes that you can play as online. And every story is like a reenactment of things that happened in the game. So every level and stuff that you play, it's like this over like told explained story like that they've kind of made up themselves it's half true and half myth and that's how they kind of lead you through this kind of like legends playthrough online it's just so good i can't wait for them to i am i am so mad i can't play this on pc yeah. like i do not have a playstation and i wanted to play this game and it's not on any of the stupid systems that i have and uh, it doesn't even sound like it came out with really any like major bugs or anything like that either i didn't hear much no. about it no i mean that's good <laughs> Sorry, that went down the wrong hole. Um, <coughs> they did. Um, I had one where I struck a character who was blocking, and then my character just kind of flew up into the air and then hit the ground and died. Um, so that was fun. But um, that me all the time yeah. in real life. But no, they they didn't have massive massive goals. And to be fair, like the game came out and like didn't have a massive. <coughs> Sorry like fanfare or anything like leading up to the game coming out we weren't really too sure what it was or how it was going to be um and it was as you got closer to release it almost came across as being like assassin's creed but in china and without the assassin's creediness and it is that to some extent but the combat's a lot more in depth than that and the story is a lot more interesting um and i think they brought this game out and since release it's just gathered more and more attention and become better and better i think like um it definitely is a game that out of all the games that came out this year especially for sony first parties because you know i'm a sony sure um this was the one that did the most to kind of change game designs and narrative and to really kind of bring around a change and do something completely different and they also added some really cool modes into it so you can play the whole game in i think it's kawasaki mode yes I yeah think so Oh, just I fucking remember that off the top of my head. Um, which allows you to play the game in like an old school Japanese black and white cinema. Um, no yeah. way. And you can also then add the Japanese voiceover and stuff. So you get the subtitles. You can you can play this, this entire game like a Kawasaka film. Like it's so cool. And Does it just, have a little bit of the, like the film graininess to it yep. for like what you see? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's so good. And when you go into, like, certain areas, you can do, like, you can choose to go in there and be stealthy and, like, take people out, or you can go in and do the samurai way, which is creating a standoff. So um, Lord Sakai will, will shout out, like, come on and face me, like, cowards or whatever it is, and the, the group will turn up, and it will come into this really cool, like, section where, like, you're facing off against two or three different people, and it has that whole cinema, cinematic style of, like, as you take them down and stuff. And especially when it comes to, there's a few of those where it's like a boss fight almost. Um, and you have like the opportunity to take them down like before it even gets anywhere with this like kind of standoff. It's, it's such a good game. Everyone should play it. 
And so jealous. They they also have an event going on right now. Oh yeah. Get God of War skin, uh I think Bloodborne skin, Horizon skin, and I forgot what was the fourth one. There was another one. Um it's Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, and if you if you go look at those look those up, like when you when you think of like a, a company doing a skin for something, it, it's usually very on the nose. But like the way that's done these skins is so in keeping with the the world that this this game has created. Like it's really subtle. The only one that I think is really a giveaway is the uh, Shadow of the Colossus, because the headpiece is very much like like a bull's head. But other than that, like. I had to when I saw them. I had to kind of like go in and find out which one was supposed to be which because I couldn't work it out because <laughs> I'm on one. <laughs> but they're really cool, and they they the guys all the sucker punch made Sly Cooper, and there's like a select to get one of the trophies. You have to put like an outfit together which they resemble Sly Cooper, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely my game of the year. That's meta ghosts. That's very meta. Yeah, so cool. Such well, a good cool. game. You should go buy it. Honor, about you, James. Um, oh, we've got the honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So my honorable mentions is going to be uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales because you know it's an awesome game, um, but I just don't think it did enough to push it into Game of the Year for me. Um, and then also Jedi Fallen Order because you know Star Wars. I gotta play that one. So good. <laughs> really, it's really good. And the only reason I didn't give that Game of the Year was because. Technically, I kind of started it when it came out last year, but you know. Great. Mm. Are you breaking rules? No. <laughs> Honorable <laughs> mentions don't follow the rules. Yeah, exactly. I was just checking. No, he's broken the rules. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, minus 10 points. No, 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 no. I said your <laughs> game of year. Game of the year. Couldn't well, be. obviously, I don't understand the rules yeah. that I just announced then. <laughs> <laughs> Tiggs, right. tell us your right. picks. Okay, so I switched this before, just before we came on air. Um, and I think I'm going to switch back, actually, because... <laughs> just to be awkward, why not? So my game of the year is going to be the Final Fantasy VII Remake. <clears throat> so, Final Fantasy... Final Fantasy did a lot for me in my teenage years. It gave me somewhere to escape. It was amazing. The storylines, I got to be the hero when I was a zero in real life. It was amazing. I love Final Fantasy. Until we get to a certain point in Final Fantasy's history, and then I don't love Final Fantasy anymore. (laughs) So um, it's whenever they started really messing about with combat systems too much, I think, um, and some of the stories just didn't hold me. but so seven was coming out. I had played fifteen a little bit, like the tutorial, the demo of fifteen. I was like, oh my god, this is like Kingdom Hearts um, battle system, which is fine. If it, but the battle system's too like sensitive. Like I'd be trying to do one move and pressing the correct way in the control pad to do that move, but it would think I was going to do the move right beside it. And maybe it's just me being shit at games, but. You know, uh, and this continued on for like the hours that I played that demo, and I was like, I can't do this. So then saw the Seven remake and didn't pre-order it or anything. Loved Final Fantasy Seven until the demo came out. Got the demo, 
and was like, my God, that's that's exactly what I want. It's just the right mix. So, yes, you do primarily play as one of the characters, but you can switch your characters um, to any of them that are in your party at that point in time, which I'm like, yes, 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 I can control everybody. And the second thing was you actually do, when they're ATB fills or whatever they call it in this one, um, for their special moves, you control them the whole way through. So mm. even though you're not, act- it's sort of like a hybrid but for me, it was the correct mix of that because I was like, I am, I'm going to play this demo. Uh, I'm going to hear it. Uh, so I'm going to be really glad I didn't pre-order it. <laughs> and then I played the demo and I loved it. And I stressed out about how I was going to pre-order it because we were just hitting COVID times. So idiot here goes and pre-orders it in store just before lockdown starts. Then stresses out about cancelling his pre-order that's in store and switches it to an online order so that he's got the game. <laughs> 2020 problems. 2020. Hashtag 2020. But yeah, no, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a really good job of, like, just the world was really well put together. Graphically, it was astounding. They took things and just, they just added to them in the right way, in my opinion. In my opinion. I know a lot of people, there was a lot of backlash about certain things that they did but I, I really liked it i really enjoyed it and like seeing like cloud and tifa and barrett and Aerith and uh red the 13th and like oh, red 13 yeah i love him he's amazing he's one of my favorite characters um and these beautiful new graphics and everything i was like oh my god this is amazing and um it was just, it was just a bit special. It was the right level of nostalgia with the right level of new things. And if you watched like Avant Children, like there's a lot of it that I don't know. It just sort of tied a bit to Avant Children and the way it worked. It's something inside my head made that connection. And I don't know if it was graphically that it was similar, or there was just an air about the game that was similar, that was quite good. Um, and I thought the ending was pretty good as well, actually, how they how they wrapped it up. A lot of people didn't like the fact that Sephiroth was in it so much um, from very early on. Um, but I liked it because it gave more depth to Cloud's story earlier in the game. So I thought it was quite I thought it was quite clever the way they sort of wrapped him into things. Um, my only sad points are, but it's far too early in the story, is no Vincent and no Yuffie. Because I love you. She's my favorite. Yeah. So if you uh, if you enjoyed the the original seven back in like childhood and such, you recommend uh, picking the remake up, and it'll bring back a lot of those good feelings and such. But even better because you can see a lot more now. Yeah, I really think so. And like Midgar was amazing, and the missions and stuff that you did there were absolutely fantastic. Like how they how they put it together. The only thing that might be might put some people off is. It wasn't, it felt like you were on a track. Like you had to go to the next point. There wasn't so many opportunities to level up because in Final Fantasy, you generally grind for a little bit, don't Mm -hmm. you? It's my least favorite thing to do in Final Fantasy because it's usually for hours and hours and hours (laughs) and hours to get anywhere near powerful enough to get to the end in a reasonable way. And this is really good. I think they adapted it so that it, 
more people could access it that had less time to grind because you could go through that game and play through the story without grinding and it's only if you wanted to achieve particular objectives after like get Bahamont and that sort of thing that you had you would have to go then and grind but the way you could go progress through the whole story just one bit to the next to the next just in the format that it's set out without having to grind really I like a little bit of grinding to get yourself just slightly overpowered for the next fight because you know I like to try and mess about with people's limit breaks and all that sort of thing and usually my health goes um, uh, so it was, yeah um, so I like to just be a little bit overpowered so I can deal with that but it's um, it's really good and 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 the honeybee and the honeybee and it's good I put that video on the other night of Cloud getting dressed up. <laughs> it was, it was. How they did the whole thing was absolutely fantastic. I love that scene. Just oh, yeah. big smiles all the way around. It was so, so funny. And you get to so take fun. Um, <clears throat> There were different things that you do to get different dresses. I think it was in relation to the points that you scored, Beardy. Uh, no idea. I shall I, I'm pretty around. sure. Uh, no, I think it's the choices you make with that one lady. I forgot her name. The lady, the massage lady, I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah. I think you make a decision, and out of that decision, I think that dress, I, I, think, you, I, think, it's a, I think you get a dress. <laughs> one, Let's one just say dresses. Cloud looked stunning in that stunning. dress. Fierce. Absolutely stunning. Fierce. That girl could go in RuPaul's Drag Race easy. Owning it. Owning it. She did own it. And her little dance and everything. And I was like, oh my god, Cloud, you go. You go, girl. <laughs> it it was. reminds me of uh, the scene in Ruby, where the show Ruby, where um, Jean comes to the party in the dress. Yes. Yes. So good. So good. I love that. It was really good. Um, and... They had Aerith's little church as well, and it was really pretty where all the flowers were. Oh, the level design was just awesome. But yeah, so that is my game of the year. Did you find out, Beardy? Um, so looking at it, there's nine dresses altogether. But apparently on a first playthrough, you can only see three. And yep. then the other dresses are unlocked for a, a subsequent playthrough, but only if you do certain things right during the original playthrough. Just, like, scanning over this really quickly. I think. Yeah, complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so... Final Fantasy something around here. Uh, <laughs> no idea. No idea. Anyway, just just send us an email if you've got like a, a, a easier way to explain this to us because I have no idea how to make an. Send us a that. clip of your nine dresses. Mm. That girl <laughs> got an extensive wardrobe if she's got nine dresses. I mean, I, I think much. that's a fairly limited wardrobe for for most girls. No, nine. Dresses. Yeah, but that's, but clothes mainly in combat gear, isn't he? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, so. Yeah. Oh, I wish you could have the outfit. As him fighting, like throughout the whole game, was an option. <laughs> I wish that was an option. That would have been 
I'm just I'm just hoping that they're going to surprise us next year and have had the second one in development all this time, you know, in the background, and then just go. Guess what? Part two's coming. Part two's coming in December 2021, or the start of 2022, because that would be a great surprise. Well, you know, Sony's still got a lot of things up its sleeve for what it's going to announce, according mm-hmm. to all the the rumors and stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised. The only thing. I would say about the Final Fantasy VII Remake thing is I do think it's slightly disappointing how they're chopping it up into a undisclosed uh, number of parts and then charging for each one of them. I thought it was three mainly. Well, when I when I was looking into it previously, there was still no... Um, I thought they were going like, to do it like um, Final Fantasy thirteen. Like 13, 13-2, 13-3. Yeah. 13-3. Yeah. Um, so they've not really said anything about it, but they've apparently uh, compared it to Final Fantasy thirteen, which are essentially released in three parts. Yeah. Yeah. So... Just gets me some Vincent and gets me some Yuffie. I'm going to some Materia, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's a bit shady to chop a game up into multiple parts and keep charging for it. Cash when it's, a, when it's a When it's a remake like of a game that we've already played through. Yeah, but I don't think... The thing is, like, this has been... It's been totally built from the ground up. Like, it no, is... No, no. I, I know I get that. I 100% get that. I just think, like... I don't know. Like, if they re- remade... Well, I'm trying to think of a, another game. Like, if the, like the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, like, they're remastering that to some degree. If EA came out and was like, hey, we're going to do this, but it's going to be released in an undisclosed number of parts um, because we're rebuilding it from the ground up and we're going to, like, do Mass Effect 1 Part 1 next year and you get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much of the story, like, I just kind of feel like, rather rather than saying like it's a like remaking something and chopping them to parts, I just I just think that's really scummy, like cash grabby. Yeah, I get to. Why why is it so hard for game developers nowadays to just finish a game and then release it? I think because because um... money. Money, money might be a thing. Um, also, it's very expensive to make games. As yeah. Well, um, maybe I, I don't know. The cost for gaming, I think, is not as expensive as it started with like the older games. I think it was more expensive when it was the older games because it was new. Mm. Um, but now there's still like new technology and stuff, and that kind of like. Well. Look at the modern games. If you play finish any modern game nowadays, the credit roll for that game is like fifteen minutes of credits. Mm. I mean, you know? Do you know what? if if Final Fantasy VII remake was was done and they said, "Hey, look, it's gonna be like four parts, and but we're selling each part for like twenty five pounds," like mm. I'd kind of understand that, but it's like sixty pounds for yep. each part. Yeah, like, it doesn't even have to be like an equal part for money. It could be yeah. like like twenty five per part. You still get a hundred dollars for the whole game that you're investing in if it's four parts. They still yeah. make a good amount of money. But this way, people don't feel like it's like. I mean, 
paying 50 or 60 bucks for any game unless it's done just feels dirty no matter which game it is it's dirty i mean i have no problem paying 50 60 70 pounds for a game as long as the game that i'm getting is 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 worth that money if that makes sense mm. like um and i just think that when you're remaking something or re-releasing something i don't think multiple investments into one game is is worth the money no matter you're gonna how, lose some of your yeah no you're gonna lose some of your players anyways yeah no matter how how beautiful or how well or how much time and effort and stuff that they put into it God, all right then, bitches. I'll just I like my game of the year to something else. All right, to my original one. They should have left it at that. Jeez, I, I, I like Final Fantasy VII. It's really good. Mm. And I'm still was... going to pay for the second one. When it yeah. Comes out, yeah. See, I I'll probably be a player that'll just wait until all the parts are out and then buy the like ultimate edition that has everything. So, so I can just sit down. Because like, I don't even... I don't even like watching TV shows where I watch an episode and then have to wait a week or two. So, like, for a game like Final Fantasy VII, if I get up to the end of the part one and I'm like, no, I want to keep playing. The story's not over. I'd rather just buy the Ultimate Edition, which, even if it's 100 bucks or whatever, play the whole thing at one time. Yeah, mm. I get you. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear and you. and I, I don't... I, my, my comments are not to take away from how fantastic the game is, or the development team, or all the hard work and effort and stuff that these people are putting into these remakes. So it's purely on a corporate business-like decision-making thing of the people up top who know that they can split this thing up into multiple parts and charge for it, and people are going to pay for it. That's because people have been asking for it for yeah. PlayStation 3. Yeah. That's the, that's the bit that I find a bit scummy. I don't think I don't think there's little little designer Billy there, you know, working on the art assets for Cloud's dresses, going, "Oh, I'm going to make them fucking pay for this." Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on to honorable mentions. Honorable <laughs> 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 mentions. This nearly took the top spot. Uh, but I thought I would pick a game that was actually released this year because I'm way behind because I've only really started going through the PlayStation catalog recently. Is um, God of War because it's just fucking fantastic. Uh, there's nothing tig, else tig, that tig, needs. Tigs, I need to fact check you there. God of War came out in 2018. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I said my game of the year was one that was released this year. Oh, That's why sorry, sorry, them. sorry, sorry. I thought you said right. the other way around. I, it made sense in my head, maybe not when it came out of my mouth. So that happens sometimes. Okay, so my game of the year, Final Fantasy VII, was released this year. Um, but my honorable mentions are ones that were released before this year, which is why Final Fantasy VII took the top spot. Um, so God of War, because it's just fantastic. Uh, I don't, I could, we could do a whole episode on God of War. I am very, very excited about Ragnarok. Um, and I've still not finished it yet because things have been a bit crazy. Um, but Horizon, I love Aloy. I love her. She is going to move into my house, and we are going to have a fucking riot mm, in her. I fucking love. I love Aloy as a character, and I love that fucking game. And what Gorilla did is something special. It is. It is really, really, very, very special. I have, like, I, I don't know how close I am to the end. Um, but the hours just fly by in that game, and I was like, oh my god, I've spent this amount of time on here, and I was like, already? This should be finished by now. <laughs> oh, I've been missing about it. All right, okay, I've been, been upgrading my pouches. But yeah, absolutely cracking game. Cracking. Man, 
PlayStation gets the best exclusives. It's are you it, getting the PlayStation well, Five? So I'm can, gonna have to eventually. You can get Horizon on PC. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they released That's it this good. year on PC. Uh, I, I, uh, Horizon was one I wanted to try out because I mean everybody I talked to enjoyed the game. Mm. Oh, stunning! Absolutely stunning. Aloy is a cracking character. And, oh. and not only that, the the work that Gorilla put into the backstory for the whole world, like oh, yeah. tying it into certain things, like is just sublime. Like some of the best world building and storytelling that I've seen in the game in a very 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 long time. Like I agree. Even more so than Ghost. It was very... Ghost. The whole idea behind it, like, mm-hmm. as you unfold the story, like, I've just got to the bit where things start to fully unfold and you understand exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just finished that bit very... And I was like, they did what yep. now? Yeah, it's such a good oh, story. Yeah. Oh, snap. And then life got mental and I've not played it since. But it's holiday time, so I'm going to finish yeah, yeah, yeah. that right up. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for me posting lots of pics whenever I get Aloy in really like cool places and I'll be like I just might post a picture to Twitter now because she looks really pretty <laughs> go for it <laughs> do you remember when I'm totally crushing an Aloy probably shouldn't but, yeah. <laughs> she's amazing I think I want to be Aloy that's what cosplay. it is cosplay yeah. cosplay yep Ooh. totally got the hair for that you can be Alanoi <laughs> <laughs> Does England area like have any good gaming conventions out there in the UK? Mm. Not we really. Do have, we have a few, but yeah. not anything massive, massive. We, we we don't have anything like you know, like E3 or anything like that. <coughs> Excuse me. E3 nowadays, you got to be a, you got to be a person in the industry, I think, to be able to get into E3, right? Yeah, but you know, like because you've got like um, no, no, because they 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 sell public tickets now, don't they? It used yeah, to be like all, a big press thing, but now it's not. Yeah, that's good. I would so, love to go. We don't have anything like uh, Gamescom. Like Comic Con. No. I mean, we have like little Comic Con things, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that anything we do in the UK is as big as some of the stuff that you get over in the states. I saw a Krugon at Comic-Con. A Krugon? Oh, right. That was amazing. I thought you were saying like the, the event was called Krugon. Like, no, I, I saw like, a Krugon. What's a Krugon? They of... have a couple con in London as well for Final Fantasy um, people in the UK that mm. like Final Fantasy. Couple con. I think, we, cool. I think we tend to like just wrap it all up together. So it'll be like some sort of con on and it'll be like video games, comics, like Star Wars, everything. It was just like all the geekdom stuff in, in one place. One of these days when uh, COVID's over and everything, we'll have to do a Gamers Assemble live from some kind of gaming convention. Mm. And that would be I, awesome. I had tickets to um, Celebration a few years ago, and they fell through last minute. I, co- I couldn't go, which I was oh. so upset about. Oh. Anyway. Right, let's put these in order. So we've got Genshin Impact, we've got Ghosts, we've got Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, I'm remembering things. Uh, we've got Final Fantasy VII Remake. There's only one way to settle this. Fight! <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart, yeah. Oh, we should have done that. Yeah, that would have yes. been good. That would have been fun. No, we should have. I thought... 
I was thinking the other day we should pick a, a game like a fighting game or a racing game and do like a gamers assembled tournament and see. Oh, uh, yeah. Like one none of us have played before, you know? Mm. Okay, that works too. Yeah. Put it on the plans for 2.0. Yeah. So, what are we going to say is in top spot? How are we going to do this? I said Genshin, but I'd actually be, I'd put the, the Ghost of Tsushima game personally at the top because it had a great rollout. Everybody that I know that played it just loved the heck out of it. And it seemed like it kind of broke the boundary for some of the, the games of that style. Like, you know, how to how to make a game that gives people the same enjoyment that Assassin's Creed gives, but not make it feel like exactly like Assassin's Creed game. And so, I don't know, I haven't played it, but it's definitely one of the ones that I've wanted to play. Mm. Um, I would also second uh, Ghost for number one, to be honest with you, just because, I, I, again, I think they did a lot of things to change how you play a video game and how a game can be presented, its, its game world and its storytelling and all those kind of things. Yeah, I really enjoyed the streaming of it. Like, I watched a couple Twitch streams of Ghost when it came out, and uh, it was a lot of fun. You could just kind of sit it back and almost have it be like a show you were watching with, you know, how cinematic the game was and everything. Mm. So, Tiff? Yeah, I, I would give it to Ghost. Um, even though I haven't finished it, I've started it, but I, I'm pretty... I, I, I love um, the, the setting, and I, I think the game mechanics that they implemented were done really well at the, as far as I got. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would give it to Ghost. I concur. Cool. I mean, original IP um, and the stuff that I've seen on it, what you've said about the special modes on it where you can play it like a film and stuff, really, really cool. Very, very unique way of thinking about it. Like the developers really put their time into that and they understood what they wanted to do and they executed it well. Mm -hmm. So, yep. So we've got Ghost in Top Spot. Yep. Ghost of the Shishima is Gamer Assembles Game of the Year 2020. Okay. Are we going to rank first, the others? Congratulations. First runner-up. Uh, uh, who do we have? I mean, I know I just fucking like battered it for like five to ten minutes, but I, I think Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Seven, might be number two. I mean, it definitely does take an old, beloved game and brings it out so that everybody can kind of play it again in a new generation. And, I mean, literally the, the, the corporate issue of it seems to be the only issue that I've seen. Everybody else just seems to think the game is just phenomenal and really brings back that old, epic feel of the game. So I would, I would concur with that. It would be probably pretty good. I think I'm just so pleased about the actual battle system that they totally didn't fuck it up and you felt like you had control of everyone. So even though you were fighting in a new way, you still got to control all your characters at the key points. Like it was, it was I was so pleased about that because if it wasn't like that, I wouldn't have played it. I just would have went Final Fantasy VII Remake, fuck off. Because <laughs> I would not have enjoyed it at all. I disagree. Okay. Um... I would. Go, <laughs> okay. Go. Go. Well, I give it to either, either Dragon Quest or Genshin. Genshin, because it did really well when it released. Mm -hmm. It's still doing really well when it released, just based off of that. Um, yeah, they're getting millions a day. I mean, a lot of games, once they sell out, the only way they're going to make a lot of extra money is downloadable content. But because of the gotcha style 
design of Genshin where you can sink money into it pretty much infinitely if you want to. Um, it's just going to be a moneymaker, which just allows them to bring more content to everybody as the game goes on. Yeah, I think I would give it to Genshin in second, just because of that reason. It's still pretty popular, and it's still going, and they keep adding new stuff to it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe Genshin, because it's original IP that's released this year, and it's a full game. Yeah. And Well, it's not a full game, but it's like a full start off to this wider world that's going to come and be, and it's been really well received and it's a bit like breath of the wild uh, i'm really excited to play it so and, and quite, you can go on oh, um, quite oddly as well it's a a game that's got gotcha mechanics and microtransactions and stuff in it that's come out and you've not really heard anything about it being like the end of the world no like very little on the or, game I buy like the $5 monthly pass mm -hmm. for the gems. That's it. So, I mean, in reality, the whole game I've played, I mean, I've easily put in 50, 60 hours in it. I've enjoyed the 50, 60 hours. I've only spent maybe a grand total of $10 on the game. And I feel like I've got enough characters and weapons and stuff to enjoy the game without any mm -hmm. desire to have to spend more money. But if I was one of those people that wanted to be a whale and drop 100 or 200 bucks into it, I can see how doing that will definitely feed that enjoyment of the game if your desire is to be a completionist to collect and to have just everything yeah. you know yeah, yeah so I, a lot of the reviews and stuff that i read about when it came out at the time was like yeah it's free to play and yeah you can buy these things but the game never makes you feel like you have to mm -mm. um and i think no, that's there's... actually a really special thing when it comes to free to players one Absolutely. of the popular like uh, YouTube streamers, he did a uh, he's doing a free to play game through the, or playthrough that he does uh, he streams and he hasn't spent a dime on it. and actually he hasn't even bought the characters using the in game currency that you get he only uses the characters you get in the storyline okay. so that you don't so he's working with the most bare minimum of stuff that he can play and he can still beat the high level content in the game by just playing it enough and grinding up the characters a bit. Oh, that's that's cool. cool. Mm -hmm. okay. I think that's a good kind yeah. of a game that you don't have to have that st the expensive stuff. Yeah. Okay, maybe Genshin should be number two then. Number two, Genshin. Yeah. Woo. Cool. Third. Dragon Quest. How do I just <laughs> say it's a tie between those mm. two? So we don't have it's any we don't have any claws coming out, you know? Mm. I mean <clears throat> I I've never played a Dragon Quest game, like, so I don't feel like I can actually give a good like argument as to four against for that and i've not played the final fantasy 7 remake so I, again i can't i don't feel like i can give a good argument for and against it like other than i know it looks pretty so yeah i think maybe we should tie it <laughs> i've not played dragon quest so i can't say <laughs> it so, like, yeah. old dragon cat i mean i played the final fantasy old version and the dragon quest old versions and i mean they're both such quintessential titles for their genres. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't play JRPGs without stumbling upon Dragon Quest. You know, I mean, it's been around for a while. They've come out on a hundred different systems. It feels like, and um, there are people who really, really love that particular IP. And uh, I enjoyed it in the past when I played it. Awesome, sweet, awesome. So we got a, that was a that was very piece of love of us, yeah. uh, Sif. That was what? Sorry, very piece and love of us. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting into the holiday spirit here yeah. at Gamers Assemble, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am going to bitch slap you when I see you next, though. So <laughs> so 2021, when you come to visit. Oh, yeah. my earrings. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you remember that Christmas special last year, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, what the hell? I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Are you really gonna fucking mud wrestle for who's gonna end up like being last? Like, is it really worth it? Just because you won, bitch. Don't be, don't be. She's up there. She's up there. She's she's on her throne. I love the reindeer. Right. Okay. So now that we've wrapped that up, what are you playing? But. Uh, Genshin and working on our D&D campaign. The holidays have made it hard. And uh, who knew design... I made a major mistake uh, starting this whole D&D campaign, which they tell you is don't create an entire world from scratch to do your campaign. Oh. And that's what I've been doing. And so creating an entire <laughs> world uh, from scratch has been really a lot of fun. And I've been able to kind of flex my like writing muscle a little bit. Uh, but learning two softwares and designing an entire Tolkien-esque fantasy world has uh, definitely eaten up more time than I thought it would. But uh, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm really excited to see all of our viewers be able uh, to enjoy you guys going through the adventure of it next year in January when we start the first episodes of it. It makes me feel guilty now that you spent all that time doing that hmm. and I created a character. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's my responsibility as the DM to do that, and I... I like being a DM. I like putting people through the world. And this is the very first time I've ever got to really have people who have never really played and play in a completely original, like original world, you know? I mean, this is I don't cool. know. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And I mean, what's what's neat is your guys' characters have kind of helped shape the world and and how it's going to actually be. So I'm I'm super psyched for it. And I think you guys will have a blast. You do realize though, I right, be- that I am going to be that guy. Which where way? I'm gonna go, the guy that goes right. So what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> the general so, thing is, you just tell the DM what you want to do, and the DM tells you how to do it in the game. We were talking a little bit about uh, the world and what Bot's been doing in the ah, pre yes. pre and post show last week or last episode. Because um, Anara so. and Beer so i get to talk to them about what you guys are going to go through because so they aren't going to have no secrets I no spoilers please secrets. i don't like spoilers it's fine it's fine spoiler yeah and it's well it sounds cool the world that he's creating sounds really fucking cool so i think you really enjoy it and um, really mike bots says two words pina coladas do you like pina coladas are getting caught in the rain there you go you're welcome Thanks. <laughs> I'd like a pina colada. Mm. You'd like a pina colada? I'd like... I think I might have a drink after this. Why not? Mm. Play some rock band? <laughs> no. Some no. Right. Okay. So what are you playing, Sif? <laughs> um, Octopath, Traveler. Love that game. I think it's going to end up being one of my favorite games of all time. More than likely. Um, we're playing Dot Hack. Um, it's based off of an anime called Dot Hack Roots. Mm-hmm. Um, that game's been a lot of fun. Another JRPG surprise. Sif, did you ever play Star Ocean? Yes. yes oh, Star Ocean was one of my favorite JRPGs. I loved that world. Till the end of time, that's probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I've also been playing um, Ark 
survival. I started oh, yesterday right. um, with my friends and I. Um, we started. We're gonna start a server, hopefully. So this Ooh. should be fun. Yeah, sounds fun. Very That's cool. Funny. Fancy. Mm -hmm. Beardy. How about you, um, I have been playing surprise surprise. I've got back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I had a bug. So I, was, I got Cyberpunk because it was a hot mess and I wanted to see what was going on and I needed a bit of palette cleanser from uh, Assassin's Creed. And I had a bug in Cyberpunk, which I'll talk about a bit more on Cyberpunk in a minute. But basically there was a mission and I had to control like a turret and then after that mission the turret controls were just stuck on screen and it was really bugging me and the only way to get rid of it was to turn off like in-game like help or tips or something but then it meant like I couldn't see when it was telling me to do other things and I just kind of was like okay I'm done like I need to I need to wait for another patch so I turned that off and I went back to Assassin's Creed Valhalla so I've been pumping into that and also I've been playing through some Destiny 2 because you know they got the winter season stuff going on and I've been playing in that but. I don't know why I saw it whenever you said Destiny 2 I was expecting Destiny's Child and I was like what yeah, they brought I've out been, a game I've been playing Destiny's Child I am Destiny's <laughs> Child child I'm running well, around yeah I'm running around with my little uh, hunter is it a hunter no my warlock and being like I don't think you're ready for this jelly and then shooting shit um <laughs> but cyberpunk oh cyberpunk oh here we go so here we go spell that teeth. Um, I actually think it's a really good game, and I think the story is really good. I think there's something really special there. The bugs are there, yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, the bugs aren't that much of an issue. I think there's a couple of things that are coming out that it's turning out to be a bit game breaking. Um, but I really think the conversation around the game is really uh, super interesting now that it's hit the main media. So like CNN, BBC, ITV, yeah. like. They're all reporting on like the fuck up of this game and the refunds and everything else. Um, and when you look online, you see the posts and everything's talking. But I want to stress that the failure around this game is not about the bugs, because bugs happen in every game. Like you look at things like Fallout or Mass Effect or any big RPG, always comes out with bugs. Like and you get a couple of patches in there and it's all fine. For me. The big issue with Cyberpunk is how they handled the base model last-gen systems Yeah, by screwing that up, which is one thing, but then they actively tried to hide the fact that it was fucked up on base models by not mm -hmm. showing those systems, by not giving those review codes out until the day before, and by not actually coming out and being like, hey, this is what your expectation is. They spent the entire marketing of this this game showing off the ray tracing and the cool bells and whistles and stuff on high-end PCs and got it into people's head that that's what it was going to look like on every console. No matter where you play it, this is what it was going to look like. Which, as seasoned people that play video games and everything else, we know that that's not the case. Because if that. you've got a PC, you've got a thousand and one different options for your PC depending on how powerful your graphics card is or your how much RAM you've got or all that kind of stuff. And then when you come to consoles, obviously each console is a slightly better at doing something than the last. Um, but for the mass majority of gamers, seeing that really cool footage and seeing it was going to be on PS4 was just like two and two together and making 26. Like, 
And I just think that the way that they've done that is the the real issue. And it really kind of gripes me a little bit when I see people moaning about the bugs or, you know, news outlets and stuff coming out there being like, hey, like, this game's fucked because of the bugs. And, like, because everybody's complaining about oh. bugs. And it, for me, really, it's... Ooh, stop hitting the microphone. Um, it's not about the bugs. It is about this shady practice that they've done, the working the team the way that they did, mandatory six-day weeks, like... You know, there's and the articles coming out on the daily about what was happening behind the scenes, making it fall apart. That's the bit that I find issue with, and that's the bit that I think if you're on a base PS4, you deserve that refund because you were marketed and sold a game that you're not able to play. It's unplayable. That's what. That's what the. I just got an update on my phone that said. Uh, Newton's most recent article from this morning is CD Projekt investors may sue over Cyberpunk's 2077's materially misleading information. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's getting serious. It, it, it's getting, like, this is beyond 76 days, as in, like, Fallout 76. Like, when every uh, single yeah. day there was, like, something else that was, like, I feel like they've taken over that. Like, today, there's three articles out today, one of which is the one of the lead owners or partners or whatever it is um, who owns CD Projekt liking tweets of people that are pissed off with Sony taking off the PlayStation Store and being like, well, you know, Avengers had loads of bugs. Like, why didn't we get refunds with that? Like, and him going and liking those tweets. And it's just like... That's petty. It's like, <laughs> girl, Jesus Christ, like fucking put the phone down and stop like pissing petrol on the fucking fire go away come up with a good way for your team to work and actually fix this fucking game for those people because you know for the likes of us that were lucky enough to get a ps5 it runs perfectly fine to some extent There's still a few crashes here and there at least there was up until the last patch i don't know what it's like now because i've not played with a new patch um there's bugs and stuff like fair enough whatever but like it's it's not us that we were that your game was aimed for. You started the development of this game in 2012, before PS4 was even a thing, before Xbox One was even a thing, or like released or whatever. That was the thing that you was targeting. That is the thing that you should have been developing this game for. And when Nvidia turned up and was like, "Hey, we got this sexy new 3080 with ray tracing," and when fucking Xbox and PlayStation were like, "Hey, we've got these PS5s and Xbox Series Xs with all the fancy bells and whistles." Like, they should have been looking at the base models, getting it run to run, work fine there, and then looking at these upgrades and being like, okay, what can we do to make this look better on this new system? And I almost guarantee that when Jason Schreier comes out with whatever article, when he gets his little claws in there and finds out what happens, that this game probably came together in the last sort of 18 months, and that's why they focus so heavily on the next-gen versions, next-gen visuals, and, um, like, making it run on these fancy fucking RTXs, uh, yeah, NVIDIA cards, and they Great. forgot about, they forgot about the base person, and they 100% thought, we've got all this goodwill and love, and people know that we'll release something, we'll fix it, we'll do all these wonderful things, so it doesn't matter if we piss people off with a broken game because people will just go for it they'll forgive us because we've got all this goodwill and instead it backfired and they're fucking burning all the bridges and that's on those key management people that have put this marketing together and ran 
the development of this game. It's again going back to what I said about Final Fantasy VII. Billy Bob, who's there designing the dildos in the game, it's not his fault. Like he's done everything, and the team that's underneath these people have done everything to try and produce this game. It's the mismanagement of this studio that's led to this. They should have pushed it back again. It would have been better to push it back. Because it has been, look, as much entertainment as it's given me on Twitter and YouTube and every time I see it, all the news apps, whenever I see something about cyberpunk, it's actually, like, I actually feel really sad. Because it's had a massive fan base so ready for it. And all of those people have been let down. All of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And they should not have done that. They should have waited. They should have learnt their lesson. Like, 76 was the best lesson to learn. And they're so stupid. No Man's Sky, another one. You know, like, like how do they not pick these things up when they see these other developers put it out, these exact same problems? And, I mean, games like No Man's Sky and um, what was the other one you said? Fall of 76. Fall of 76, yeah. I mean, those games were hyped, but not like Cyberpunk 2077 was hyped. Yeah. But on a on a positive note, what what uh, life path did you guys go with? Um, I went for a street kid. Oh, see, street. I did the corp. I did the corp one. What about you? I, I did street. Street kid. Yeah. Because yeah. we're so. I'm going for like a <laughs> cyber ninja build. Like selfie, I got my mantis blades. Yeah, I've got the high reflex and the high technicals. What I went with right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Anyway, that game comes I'm sure they'll fix the bugs with the game. They'll get 100%. on it because if they don't, there's going to be a lot of legal issues. Which you know, it sounds like that's going to be a real motivating factor for them. So I'm sure the game will get some good patches, and then everyone will be happier with it, and then everybody can just move on to the next train wreck of a game with developers that don't listen. From but this. The, the, I think the, the the problem with this is now, what happens when they show Witcher Four? Like, what happens when they go, "Hey, mm. we've got this new IP," like this this won't go away because even now, I guarantee when Bethesda comes out and goes. Hey, here's a closer look at Elder Scrolls Six, or Starfield, or whatever it is. People are gonna bring up Fallout seventy six. Like you just mean the new release of Skyrim? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new, the, the new, yeah. the new Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Playable um, on ATMs and yeah. uh, grocery store screens yeah. coming to you. Or even Bio <laughs> BioWare's teased this new Mass Effect game, which we're all super excited for. Like, yes. but when it starts getting closer to the time. If we see any kind of wobbles or whatever it's going to be, oh god, is this the next anthem? Is this the next Andromeda? Like, the the Cyberpunk's legacy is always going to be a shadow now on everything that CD Projekt Red does moving forward, and that is such a shame because the team is so fucking talented. And I, honest to god, you know, come all at me and the fucking Twitters and the chats and everything else, but when people turn around and go, well, you know, the game is you know, forced them to release this game when they did because death threats. Like, that's not an excuse. And the developers are not sat there going, oh my god, we'd better stick to December 10th because if we don't, like, old Slavonavanov down there that fucking commented saying he was going to come kill me is going to come kill me. Like, no, they don't believe that. They're not that invested in the hate mail 
to be pushed into these decisions through fear. No, 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 no. These decisions were made because of money. Money, 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 well, money. Well, you see, you see on the, like whenever Final Fantasy 16 was teased, the start of the, like a couple of months ago, what was that on? Uh, what was it? When they did the PlayStation Showcase. Yeah, the PlayStation, yeah. So, Five. PlayStation 5 Showcase. So my brother was watching that. Me and him were texting each other throughout it. I was texting you guys throughout it as well. Uh, and he was like, yeah, but it's showing on Windows 10. And I was like, yeah, it's probably like, PlayStation 5. we're probably about three or four years off that game at least, I would imagine. It's probably very early development, but it looks really pretty. But he picked up, he goes, how have you opened a show with something that's not even run on the console? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just got really excited because it's the first Final Fantasy in years that I've actually wanted to play. Because <laughs> it seems it. to go, it seems to go back to like old school, like medieval stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah I am down for that. Uh, Hector just said people needed something to look forward to during COVID, and it flopped. Let um, us down, CD Projekt. Yeah, yeah. And Get, you know, shit. COVID, COVID is a thing. Every every developer, every publisher, every console manufacturer, everything this year that's happened, everyone's had to face COVID. And had they come out and gone, hey, we're delaying this game because of COVID, no one would have said anything. I mean, you'd still have a few fucking idiots that like, oh, death threat. But like, everybody would understand. It's an unprecedented year and everyone's having to find new ways. The new normal of getting around doing everything, like, fair enough. But they didn't. If a developer had just came out, put on a video on YouTube, and just been like, hey, guys, if we put it out now, it's going to suck. You're going to be mad. You're going to be angry. And we want to give it to you. And we could put it out right now. Mm-hmm. But you're going to hate it. Yeah. So yeah. would you rather hate it or mm-hmm. wait another six months when we can actually polish it up the way we want to? Yeah. Yeah. You know? put, out, put out that video of it running at 17 frames per second on the base PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One and go, hey, look, this is why. Like we're yeah, showing if, you why. Like Yep, if if they did that, if they showed just on a screen, hey guys, so all you PS4 players that want to play it, right? Here's what it looks like. Is this what you want to play? Everyone's yeah. gonna be like, no. Then mm-hmm. let us finish it. Yeah. 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 But no. they don't do that because they don't want to show weakness in the development process because they want it to be strong, strong for investors and everybody. I but yeah. I, I I tend to don't even think it's it's massively that to be honest. They've all the way through they've been like, This game will be ready when it's ready. Like and that's cool mm-hmm. until it got to a point and where, then they, where the they, where like, they were like, turn. Hey, hey, money, we we need that money now. It sounds like it was mostly higher up people and a lot of the development team didn't seem to have much mm-hmm. to say in it really, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, it's usually that, because um, um if uh, if your boss tells you you gotta change this, you know, whatever, you gotta change this or you just gotta finish it by the the state. They 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 decide when to release it, not mm. the people that mm. worked on Unfortunately. it. Unfortunately. Yep. So. Okay. So well, Tiggs, now that we've had a had a cyberpunk, right? Wow. Tiggs, that playing. was epic. I sort of <laughs> forgot what the title of our podcast was really there for a while. We just went down the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole was fully explored. Mm. It was like Tigger in Wonderland. Yeah. Um, a cyber right. hole. Cyber hole. Yeah. Oh god! Right, let's not go down that path any further. Right. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of Mario Kart, and I had a drunken rock band night last weekend, and may have gone in to purchase lots of songs. You have to stream Ooh. this. 
Yes, no, please. No, no. <laughs> Viewers, tell us if you want to see Tiggs yeah. stream some rock band. Yeah, stream drunk rock band. FM sober, I'll stream whatever you want. That's fine. I mean, your eardrums will bleed, but it's fine. Uh, when I'm drunk, oh, you want to stick pins in your eyes. It's horrible. It's horrific. Oh, like, I really, go for it. I am such a rock star whenever I'm drunk. And That's... then I pass out in the sofa. Wonderful. That should be just that should be the ending Wonderful. of the stream. Yeah. The stream should just be on you, passed out on the sofa, and it just mm -hmm. keeps going, and people yeah. can like turn off if they want. Yeah, yeah people are gonna drop. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like last Sunday, I woke up on the sofa at eight a.m. I haven't finished that. I didn't realize, but twenty to four. There was a, a streamer that I saw that was playing a game, and he was a low-level streamer, and he or low-ish level streamer as far as viewers and such and then he fell asleep in the middle of the game yeah and he was like passed out and then the chat just kept going and then they started raising money so that mm -hmm. when he would like wake back up he'd have like a ton more viewers and money and it was just it was kind of the, a really cute little internet thing where like instead of people being jerks they were like hey let's surprise him when he wakes up and that yeah. was pretty cool Love it. awesome uh my Mike Bits has just said he'd air rock band with me. There you go, see? <laughs> For those of you listening, I just lost my headset because I was rocking. Uh, and on a side note from things that I've been playing, I just wanted to quickly, quickly mention something that I'm super duper excited about. Um, so, Nintendo World is open in, in Japan, and there's like a full walkthrough of the park. Well, mm -hmm. most of a walkthrough of the park that's just been dropped. Um, if you have not watched that and you are a fan of Nintendo, you should watch that because it actually looks like... I thought whenever I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, this is CGI. CGI. It has to be CGI. I was like, no, it actually so, looks like a game. That's pretty much So the preview that they had, did, did they show a scene of it from really high up with the rest of the city? Because I saw a picture of Nintendo of the Nintendo World with the rest of the city, and it's just like drab city and just giant square of color. Yeah, yeah, and I then was, drab city. I was gonna say I saw a picture of it, kind of like zoomed out, and mm -hmm. like it was like that's so cool, but it looks tiny. Mm -hmm. Like it's the square bit. space. It looks very, very, very small. Well, can I just say? So I hopefully touch wood. I was supposed to go to Japan earlier in the year for cherry blossom season, and we were contemplating rebooking it for this year, but COVID, fuck COVID. Um, so we don't really know. So then we decided we'd go next year. So I'm trying to talk my little group of four or three other individuals that I'm going with to go to Nintendo Land, and if they won't go, I'm going to go. Uh, for a day Please out do it. by myself. Do it. Stream it on your phone so we can see yeah. it. I would love to see it. I will stream it on my phone whilst I'm there. Tigs in the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, and the best thing, right, one of the things I, I, I'll just say, I know this isn't a game I've played this week, but anyway, I will say one thing for all of you Amiibo fans is, get your little power wristbands, you get to go and collect coins and everything by hitting blocks. <laughs> oh, that's cute. And your wristband is then an Amiibo. That's pretty that's cool. cute. No, that's yeah, Fuck yes! Sign me up for that shit! Can I sign my soul away for that? Yes! <laughs> Take my money! Yeah. Take my money! <laughs> I, I will tell you what it's like. I will do some streaming. Uh, I'm also going to go to the Square Enix store, so 
I'm going to have a great time and be in lots of debt by the time mm. I come back from Japan. Okay. So <laughs> they'll, yes. probably, they'll probably sell you some merch in four parts. Mm. <laughs> You're such a shady queen. <laughs> the shade. Here's one arm of the action figure. You'll yeah. get the other parts in the mail. Yeah. I mean, look. It's fine. I, I'll not be that bad. They are. It is super expensive for Square Enix merch, though. Mm. I'm very careful yeah, with what I go down the rabbit hole with that with. But anyway, <laughs> we've totally digressed. So we have now come to the end, the end of our final broadcast stream podcast for 2020, which we totally intended on making an hour and a half at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. It was a special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last couple of episodes have been like around the hour mark, and we normally hit the hour 15. So, like, we're just kind of making it up. Yeah. 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 Christmas special. Yeah. yeah, Christmas special. Ho, 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 holiday. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I want to say, firstly, a big thanks to you guys, Anne and Ara, and our resident griefer, Lama, for being my podcast buddies this year. This has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I never it's been a great year with you guys. Yeah, it's, it's been, been fun. fun. It's been good. So, yeah, look, yay! 2021 will be an even better year for us and lots more for us to review and do and hopefully with a little bit less doom and gloom. Yes, yeah. and a lot more gaming and fun and mm-hmm. potential gamers assemble meetups in real life as well. Yes, yes. Um, so now I thank my wonderful co-hosts who are absolutely amazing. Um, I want to say thanks as well to all of you guys, you, you, you that are watching us live, Hector, <laughs> Mike, love, love. You make such awful I, hearts. Like, why can I not make a good heart? <laughs> like, oh, I mean, I think yeah, I might be whatever. in that bad heart category with you. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, I've done one around my eyes and it looks like Majora's Mask. Mm. Um, so, uh, yes, thank you for those of you that will watch this live, for those of you who have watched this on Twitch after and on YouTube, and for those of you that have subscribed to the podcast services and been listening to us and tweeting us and sending us all the wonderful messages and fan mail and stuff and things that you want. Keep that up. Subscribe. Yes. Follow. Gamers Assemble 2.0 is coming next year. We have a few new things planned for you. Technomage has been whirring, whirring, whirring. The cogs have been turning. And uh, there's some exciting stuff coming up next year, but we want to know what do you want to see. We want to make this for you to have fun and enjoy. So let us know, please. But thank you so much for your support this year. Thanks for all the kind messages and the fan art. You got some fan oh, art. Yeah. That was well good. Lama, Llama, learning, learning with Llama. Right, okay, let us know what you want from us next year and we will definitely deliver it. I mean, unless it's naked and then that ain't happening. So just so you know. That'll be a Patreon exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing to say to you all is say Merry Christmas, Bot. Merry Christmas, Bot. Beauty. Beardy? No. Have a lovely, lovely Christmas and happy holidays and all that festive goodness. Mm. Enjoy the time with your friends and your family and stuff. This is a year we needed it the most, so yeah, enjoy. In a COVID-secure way, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Sif? Feliz Navidad. You know? Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad, motherfuckers. 
Oh my god, could you imagine playing an online first person shooter and you're just coming out and you're in you're not in your own party chat, you're just in general chat, you're like Feliz Navidad bitches Totally see you doing that stuff. You should do that. Put it on a stream, please. Let me know. I reckon I will not. I reckon you will. I reckon you will. Right. From me. And from all of our cast, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, stay safe, stay so COVID secure, but have yeah. a brilliant time with your friends and family. And until 2021, when the gamers assemble, keep calm and game on! Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.